Stephanie. Girl, this podcast, the last I Said No podcast, was so supportive to me in my journey. There have been so many times when I have spoken about giving people the space and time to hear you and listen and, I mean, ultimately learning style. And people will literally tell me that's not how it works. You know, they'll say something like, he should just get it the first time. If he don't get it the first time, he's not going to get it. But most of all, it made me feel so affirmed in my womanhood and my approach and my compassion and my forgiveness and understanding. And sis, I just want to let you know that this last podcast had me in tears in the first 10 minutes of you speaking on the subject and then had me laughing and saying, yes, bitch. So my lovely Stephanie, I am just in such gratitude for this podcast that you started. Um, And I just want to say thank you. Thank you for speaking directly to me. Beautiful soul unicorns. No, 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 no. Nope. It's Stephanie, the life architect. Oh, hell no. How about no? No, 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 no. Hashtag ISN pod. Beautiful soul unicorns. Welcome back to the I said no podcast. Say it with me now. Hashtag what? ISN pod. This is where you come to learn and stand in your no. You say no to all things that no longer serve you in order for you to say yes to everything that nourishes you and helps you flourish. Yeah, she can say no to everything. People, places, things, smells, taste, and to those blazers and those clothes that really don't fit. And you hope and pray that we don't see that it fits. And you know that it don't don't fit, but we do see that it don't fit. But we not really saying nothing. How about we say no to those things too? Mm -hmm. Winter's coming around. And um, we need clothes that fit appropriately so our bodies could stay warm so I say no I reject everything aesthetically that no longer fits your body type that no longer fits your body figure your body rolls your flatness your juiciness all that stuff in between I say no to squeezing into things that are inappropriate for you would you say no with me on that how about we clap it up let's clap it up for our opener do you guys know Mia Gary you should You should. Mia Garrett is a licensed social worker in Atlanta. I have fallen in love with Atlanta. I just came back from Atlanta a few weeks ago. And Mia is an Atlanta native. And she is out there teaching the children through Village Life Therapy. Yep, that's her company. And didn't I mention she's a licensed social worker? Mm Mm-hmm. She's a clinician and Mia has therapy Thursdays every week on her Instagram live. And let me tell you, I be getting my whole entire life when I can catch them. I do. And she was gracious enough to send me some inspirational reviews on I said no pod. So Mia, let me clap it up for you again. Thank you, my queen, for being a vessel for me, for teaching me, for being willing to learn from me, for being a student of life, for being a student of the soul, and for being a teacher of life and a teacher of the soul. You inspire me and you, my love, you, my love, Mia, you, Miss Licensed Clinical Social Worker, you are my calling all unicorns for this episode. So I'm calling you up, calling you up, calling you up, calling you up my beautiful soul unicorn and calling you out everybody if you know like I know you should be following Mia her handle is at Mia Garrett on Instagram that's M-I-A-G-A-R-R-E-T 
Mia Garrett. Hit her up. Check out her Therapy Thursdays. Tell her the Life Architect sent you. And I will make sure that all of her information is in the show notes. Okay? Okay. So, what are we talking about today? I have my first guest. Mm-hmm. I do. I have my very first guest on I Said No. And it is someone people ask me about often. Many people know that I am a married woman. I like to call myself the old married lady at this point. We're going on nine years married. We also happen to work together. He is my photographer and my videographer. And people always, always ask me a million questions about being married. And then when they find out that I'm married to him, the questions are enhanced. They're doubled. They're tripled because it's like, oh, my God, your husband works for you. How does that work? How's the ego? How does he handle? You're an alpha. Oh, I bet you walk all over him. Oh, my God, you and that you flirt does he flirt too is he okay with that they have a million questions about our relationship so we were on the couch chilling one day and I decided to tell him to grab a mic and that is exactly what we did so I'm sure this will be the first of many episodes that he will be on we also sometimes go on my YouTube channel and record RBC which stands for respect boundaries and communications and if you go to my YouTube channel which is in my bio, check my links in my bios, you'll find my YouTube channel, you will see he and I in the car going somewhere and we press record and we talk about relationship issues and things. And so far, people say that it has blessed their soul. So I'm hoping today that Denisio shoots gives you a word gives you something that can make you understand or relate in your relationships, your future marriages, your current marriages, your divorces. Um, Yeah, without further ado. Here we go. Beautiful souls, without further introduction, you've been waiting, you've been asking. He's here. He is my first ISN pod. I said no podcast guest as he pours his lemonade to wet his palate and prepare to deliver a word to you. He going to teach the children today about being a husband, being a husband to an alpha female, as y'all like to call it, such as myself. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the chocolate wonder himself, known as Denisio Shoots. Let's clap it up for Denisio Shoots right here. Hi, boo-boo. Hey. Hi. Hey. Okay, let's not. D-E-N-I-C-I-O Shoots. What's popping? Denisio Shoots, who? First of all, welcome. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. You're welcome. I was going back and forth as to who was going to be my first guest on I Said No, and as per usual, the universe has her way, and she just had us doing what we usually do, sitting down, vibing, and talking. Uh, I just came back from Atlanta. You miss me? I did miss your vagina, yes. <laughs> My vagina. I'm sure you have. And I just came back, and we're debriefing and talking and just vibing. And I had a few questions for you that people had for me about you, about us, and I wanted you to get straight into it. So as per usual, you ready to pop my cherry? I'm not wilding. You're popping the ISN pod guest cherry. I asked everyone who was going to. (laughs) I could have led better. Sorry. It went somewhere. I wasn't prepared. Well, the innuendo is there, dear. So, of course. Um, But yes, you are popping the I said no podcast guest cherry. You are the first guest on my podcast. So, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm excited and I should be the first guest. And I appreciate you tremendously. Thank you. Oh, sugar pie. So, let's just get straight into it i am a married woman and a lot of people don't believe that i'm a married woman other than that big ass ring you put on my finger why why don't they believe you're married um 
Well, let me finish what I was saying. Please. First. See, this is this is what happens. We interrupt each other. The thoughts don't come out. And scene. Yes. Yeah, so they don't believe I'm married or they don't believe I'm happily married or they believe I'm happily married and you're not. <laughs> Why'd you put the mic down? No, no, no. I just don't want it to move around. My producer had his and it's, you yes, know, I got my yes. headphones on. For those of you who don't yeah. know, if you're new to the I Said No experience, if you were not here throughout the duration of the fantastic Righteous Ratchet, uh, Not Your Mama's podcast that I was, I was and am co-hosting with Woke Bay, a.k.a. Limitless Lauren Denicio Shoots. What up, Lauren? What, is, what would it do? What it do, Woke Bay, was our producer, and he helped us get off the ground, and he taught me everything I know, so I'm able to hook it up for you guys here. So, yes, your producer had us on? Yeah, it's on and popping, so I just wanted to make sure I wasn't, you know, I, I wanted to be as clear as possible on every, every episode, so yes, yeah, why I moved my mic down and... Don't move so, it down so they don't hear it. No, nah, when I when I speak, I'll <laughs> pull it up <laughs> like I normally do. So yeah, you were saying that um, folks don't believe you're married even with a ring. Well, when I say don't believe I'm married, well, first of all, there are a lot of people out here wearing wedding rings and bands on their wedding ring and band finger and they are not married. So just because one wears a ring on their left hand, uh, on that wedding ring finger does not necessarily mean that they are taken. A lot of fashion jewelry is worn on that hand, even in the shape of what uh, stereotypical wedding rings, right? Or right. just a plain band. So right. I can see why some people don't think that I'm married and I just have a nice piece of jewelry. Jewelry. I'm not sure. I've gotten a lot of questions about you and about us, and I just wanted to finally address them. So answer it. Are we married legally? Last I recall, <laughs> uh, we went down. This, we we got a certificate. We we we, we do, went to city hall. We, we we have a certificate that says our names, and we are married. And we had witnesses. We had two witnesses. Is there. that New York in the background? Normally, they're sanctioning us. Welcome. Go ahead. If you hear the sirens, someone's getting arrested at the moment. Gunshots go boom. Boom shakalaka. So yeah, no, <laughs> we we are we're on paper. We're married. We're married. And then after we went to city hall, we did what? We took a trip to Jamaica. Well, I go on BAB. And we, we ate a lot of oxtails. Uh-huh. And we got we did the ceremony out there. We had a destination wedding. We had a destination wedding. Yes. We did. So we are legally married. How does it feel for you to have a wife such as myself, who is, again, called an alpha, who did not uh, remove her maiden name and take your last name only, who hyphenated? How did that make you feel as a man? Because I've been told that I emasculated you by doing so. Yes, I have no balls. Currently, I'm walking around <laughs> like a Ken doll, just a penis, <laughs> no genitalia, and no balls. Um, usually, when I hear these things, I usually ask myself, "Is that more about me, or is, more, is that more about them?" Teach, elaborate. I have to ask myself that because they they said I was I was emasculated, right? I emasculated so, you by yeah. not dropping my maiden name and not just solely taking your last name but hyphenating keep hyphenating for those who don't understand means I kept my last name added a hyphen then added his last name on the end of that. Yeah, I mean don't get me wrong, I had a little I had a little thing with your business cards. I keep it 1000. Like I had my a, original yeah, business yeah, yeah, cards cuz they've yeah, morphed. Yeah, you did it a couple of times. But the original business card, I was looking at it, I was like, "Wait, so you don't got my last name? Which what are we doing out here? What are we, what are we doing out here, queen?" And like, what what's... did that mean? See, out of everything, none of my credit cards, not my driver's license, yeah, nothing yeah, mattered yeah. to you. Yeah. None of that mattered to have a last name. But when you saw that I was 
that when I started my business and was making business cards to give to the public, you turned to me and said. No, I looked at it. I was like, yo, so. Well, you, you don't love me. Oh, God. Well, you. <laughs> so extra. <laughs> but you don't love me. You don't got my last name. But then. Oh, hell no. So what about not seeing your last name on my business cards made you feel unloved? I don't know. I just felt that you didn't love me. I don't know. I can't really. It's not It's not tangible. It is tangible, I, sir. It's How? Because you said it. You have a feeling. Your feelings are tangible. This is the problem with people just saying I feel some type of way. Go ahead, coach. I don't know. Go ahead, coach. Because we're not labeling our feelings. We're not calling our feelings what they are. We're not giving them a name. And when you don't give them a name, sir, you can't really dissect, honor them, and do what you need to do to prevent them from happening again or prevent them from you crumbling when they happen again. Right? So that's like you walking in the street and I'm just like, hey, black guy. No, I'm not calling you a black guy. I have to call you your name. I have to say Denicio, right? So you have to give things a name. So you didn't feel unloved. What were you feeling? What was that? Tell the women what you are feeling, men. Articulate yourselves. He's pondering. I felt like Mm -hmm. you weren't acknowledging me Mm -hmm. at first. You felt unseen? Yes. In my head, Mm -hmm. my twisted little head, I felt as if you go out there and you're a married woman and you're handing out your business cards, people should know who you're married to at first. At first, that's how you felt. And by the way, those thoughts and your needs are not twisted. What we're not going to do is disrespect your feelings and disrespect you finally coming excuse me, finally coming clean with those feelings and giving them a name, but then disregarding them and dishonoring them by saying that they're twisted. Go ahead, coach. I'm here. Go ahead. Pom, poms. (laughs) (laughs) Eh, eh. Lean it, lean it forward, forward. This is what I have to do with. Anytime we go in there, he wanted to have some sarcastic fun. Go ahead, boy. It's not coming from left field. This is just in my DNA. Mm Mm-hmm. After further review. Mm-hmm. After further review. So we got past that part because my business cards don't even have my uh, my names on them anymore. Well, yeah. I had a conversation with myself again. And me. Did I fight you on that? No, no. You didn't. Again, you didn't fight me on it. You was just like, okay. But then. I inquired. Yeah, yeah you did inquire. Um, we had a conversation. My thought process after 24 hours of just thinking about it, I said to myself, I said, self, I said, well, nigga, your, your last name is the motherfucker. <laughs> We're not going to divulge that last name here, by the way. But between day left, right, left, right, select, start, you, up, down, up, down. Like, I was like, is this? Control, all, delete. Control, all, delete. I, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> somebody's going to come to you. You got me guy good. Control, all, delete. Somebody's going to come to you. Why is your like, name? Um, what tribe? Yes. Why is it American difficult? You are from? Well, from Ghana. Ghana what? Ghana. A lot of people don't know what Ghana is. It's, where it is. It's it's on the map. I'm sure where? you can Google it. It's in Africa. What continent? It's, Africa. It's, it's, what continent? It's in Africa. And uh, yeah, the, the last name was was not a um, was not an easy pronunciation. I've go, gone through high elementary, high school, college till now. Folks are like that name is scary. I'm not even going to attempt it. So I can just imagine. And then you came to me. <laughs> Thinking about it, yeah, you came to me and was like, 
your son's last name is throwing, is throwing me off because you know I mean? I'm trying to be like, yeah, I'm Coach Stephanie, life architect. And they're looking at the card like, left, right, left, right. It actually down, happened. Shit. I had a gig, and you were there actually when I went to the college in Jersey. Yes. And they went to introduce me. <sighs> And they're like to the class, <laughs> you know, founder of BLC and Why Better Life Choices of New York. She's a life coach, a speaker, an emotional health specialist. You know, we want to introduce her, Stephanie. F- and I just looked at him like. So I was like, yeah, that was confirmation. Right? <laughs> this is what I have to go through. I was like, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Santo Dios. I was, yeah, yeah. I was like, you right. Mm-hmm. I'll give you the cross, sign of the cross. I'll release you. Yeah, I'll release you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so that was, it was, so it was, it was twofold. It was one, does this make it easier for her? Yes. You know, does it make it, you take off the last name, whatever the case may be, make it easier for her, make it easier for everybody? Yes. And then, you know, ask myself i'm secure with who i am and she's secure with who i am so it, it it was just a little bit of questioning but i feel it's okay to um which i oh you know i haven't always haven't always been this um secure in having conversations about little things that i may be feeling obviously you've um helped me improve on that have i so that's right coach yeah 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 so you you've you've helped me so when i came to you and said i feel like this is x and we had a conversation and then i saw it in the live, you know i saw it live and was like oh yeah that's not gonna she almost had a a, you know she almost had a heart attack (laughs) saying my last name that's not gonna help her let's just keep it simple so i was like yeah nah, you could you can remove that that's good money Okay, so you came to me with an issue that you were feeling. It took a lot for you to even admit that you were feeling unheard and unseen. And I didn't push back. I inquired as to what the root of that was. Am I correct? Correct. And I know what kind of learner you are. This is why I always talk about love languages and learning styles to know um, your mates, your families, your siblings, your coworkers, if you can know their learning style, know their love language. I know that you're a visual learner and an auditor, an auditory learner. So I knew you had to see it and witness it for you to really comprehend because your last name, though, you know, the world says it's difficult. It's not difficult to you. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. I was just on an interview and the lady was like, so, uh, how do you pronounce your last name? Exactly. And I was just like, no, you're right. And then I was like, yeah, I assume folks look at it and it's like it's not Johnson, and it's not, <laughs> it's not Smith. Jones, it's right. not Smith, and it's not Jones. Right. So they're like, well, there's there's got to be a silent letter in there somehow, and and it's and, really not. It's self-explanatory. I would love to ask Beyonce. Well, that's what you said to me. You when we initially had the conversation before you heard it being butchered. Used to, before you heard that moment, you were like, well, people got used to saying Beyonce. I said, you're absolutely right. So we decided to come, long story short, let's wrap this part up. We decided to come to a compromise. I no longer even use any of my last names. I just use my my tag, which is Stephanie the Life Architect. I don't even go there. We And you were like, you know what? That's a really good idea. So that you didn't feel that my maiden name was used and not your name because I am your wife. And... I do think it's okay to feel as a man that that is a part of what you want her to carry around with you. And you were very adamant about, at the moment, feelings, feeling some type of way, as you said back then. 
Now we know it's unseen and unheard and, and, and not a part of. And I don't want you to feel that way, but you were willing to compromise. And I applauded you for speaking your needs and compromising. Absolutely. I'm willing to always compromise in life if it's going to help out a friend, a family member, et cetera. So just call me Denicio Leguizamo <laughs> from now on. And uh, we're good. I also think you were willing to compromise out of all the years I've known you. We're going to be married nine years in April. And we've known each other about 15. I think you were willing to compromise because I finally learned not to assassinate your feelings when you say them. I didn't think about that. Oh, I do. That's what the coach do. You understand? Let me ponder that for just ponder it, two Pinky. seconds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. When I talk about safe spaces. Hmm. Interesting. I talk about them from experience because I helped create one for us. So I know for a fact you were able to compromise because you didn't have pushback and negativity. I came to you with my coaching skills and said, let me see if I can get him to peel the layers back without him seeing I'm really helping him do it. You got to let a man feel like he's doing something. Feel like. You're right. Yeah, because you're not. Soft. (laughs) Slight. Slight word. I, I, I feel you. Okay. But you know who I am and you know when I push back and become a real stupid twatty bitch and i did not do that because i was very happy that you said what you needed to say no <laughs> queen you're you're never a stupid twatty bitch <laughs> what ha- where, where would you get such thoughts i don't i don't understand why you would think such things all right with this okay sarcasm thanks <laughs> yeah so <sighs> that's where we went with that so tell me that's what's uh, where I don't even know how we got on that. I was telling you people don't think we were initially then we talked about just the um the card and the name and just that that part of just me having a conversation with myself about am I insecure about people knowing you? Are and, you? And how you feel about it now? No, not when, at all, not at all. So you you were saying you know you asked that question earlier. You was like people don't the question was what people don't uh believe that you're married some people don't believe i'm married if they believe i'm married they believe i'm not happy or i'm happy and you're not happy yeah and why and the question of that is why okay so i've gotten okay so this weekend i came from atlanta and uh knew some people and i didn't know some people at the uh podcast connection and it's I say that really weird because I wanted to make sure I didn't butcher the name. It was a pod connect and I flirt with you on Twitter. I think it was Jaden who asked me, Hey Jaden. And I said, no, 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 he's my husband. But a lot of people don't know you're my husband, but they know who you are. You've been with me. If people don't know who Denicio shoots is to give, give him your resume. What do you do? D E N I C I O Denicio shoots at Instagram and Twitter. I pretty much am a photographer slash videographer slash editor for podcasts and video so i am the silent guy in the background which is interesting because i'm usually the silent guy in the same room that you usually roam around exactly where no one literally sees me but then i'll pop up and take a picture and then disappear (laughs) or or which is i'll be swayze i don't care i'll pop up and take a video disappear I'll be in the corner somewhere looking at looking at photos that I've taken or looking at video that I've taken and nine times out of ten, it's oh, she's here by herself. Or she brought her camera guy. A lot of people just think you're my camera guy. Which is fine. I don't care. This is why I'm saying a lot of people don't know I'm married, don't think I'm married, or because you're not seen in the role as my husband up front. Mm-hmm. 
a lot of people question our marriage because they, and once they find out that that was my husband oh he was your husband the camera guy was your husband well damn they wasn't tonguing down. He ain't holding a hand. They wasn't doing anything. And I don't think people understand the separation between church and state and how much we both respect each other's businesses. We out here getting our coins and we literally don't give a fuck about what people think about our marriage and our PDA, our sex life, our intimacy has nothing to do about for them. It's I hate PDA. I hate the need for people to want to be down with PDA. Got it. Gotta hold that ass. Gotta hold that ass. Yes, in front of everybody. Let everybody know that that's your ass. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, 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 don't, I, I don't. I don't. I don't. You know. I don't. I don't get it. We don't get it because it's our normal. Right. Everyone has their own normal. Normal Fine. is relative and selective, Fine. right? So our normal is when we're in work mode, we're in work mode. We're very professional. What I'm doing is putting myself when I hear those questions in their heads, and then I'm saying to myself, "Okay, I'm them." Right. right. What are they thinking? So they're saying, well, is it? Well, he's he's not around her. And we, I said it earlier. I said he's not around her. So but you, you're sitting right there. Well, no, they just don't know that. it's I'm, you. I'm, I'm, the way they paint the picture is like a daughter or mother or son and father in a restaurant or in a going shopping where literally it's a circumference that the daughter or son cannot leave out of. For You're the, talking about you to, insecurity. For you to see, I'm for not. you to for you to see somebody and be like, oh, for you to see somebody and be like, oh, that's definitely her, her daughter, right. definitely her son. Right. There's no sign because we're not touching, we're not intimate in front of people. We're again PDA. You know, you like PDA more than I do. Mm-hmm. But when we're in a work setting, mm-hmm. that's a no no right. because we're working. Yeah. Now, when we stop working, if you want, if we want to reconvene, that's different. Mm-hmm. But when you're in photography mode, when I'm in life architect mode, when you're in producer mode, when you're in videographer mode, there is no PDA. We're working. And I don't think people understand that you can have successful relationships with your family and friends if you set boundaries. You know, I'm all about boundaries. You're on a show right now called I Said No, which is about setting healthy, emotional, mental, physical, sexual, financial boundaries. We didn't have to. And that's the thing. I don't think there was a boundary set. There was a boundary set. No, I tell me what what was the boundary set? The boundary the boundary was set because you know who I am. Okay, that quick. So there it is. Okay. I you know you. who I am. You know how important my business is to me. I know who you are. We didn't even have to we've known each other so long. It was an automatic boundary. So I think so I I I'll tell you where the boundary was. So ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Denicio was a it still is, you know, I like to go out and party, I like to dance. I like to I like to mingle. I like to have a good time when I go out and party because I don't, I don't do it all the time. I used to do it every weekend. Sure did. So when I met the beautiful coach Stephanie, and she uh, and you know we would meet up at a club, we would meet up, and the assumption would be is, oh well, if you're meeting up with a girl, you're going to be with her the whole night. And I was like, well, no, I'm more than likely going to leave with this girl, but I'm going to hang out with my guys. I came with two or three guys. She she's with two or three girls. We'll hang out together. She's going to be with her girls on the other side of the club. It's a big club. It's, you know, people mingling. So we're not going to be seeing each other for a little bit. We'll hang out for maybe a couple minutes, convene, hang out, disappear, convene, hang out, and then we'll leave together. So I think early on that established that I'm not going to be literally up my ass. There you go. Thank you. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do that. I think that that established it early, so you didn't have the assumption like, oh, okay, if we do 
go into a business setting, things will change. No, no we right. were already right. So that's you're right. We were from. already individuals. That's where it came. We from. got into our relationship never ever looking to. Stop being individuals for each other. We were very clear on that from the very beginning. We have individual lives. And just because we got into a romantic relationship didn't mean that the individual lives stopped. Some things did tweak, of course, out of respect, out of newness, like a new, uh, especially when we moved in together. Every time we hit a new stage in the relationship, yes, something had to tweak in our individual lives, but our individual lives never stopped. And I think our individuality in our relationship it startles some people. It takes some people aback because traditionally society society says, you know, once you not only just society, religion as well says when you get married, the two become one. And what happens is people take that sentence and that statement and they have it all fucked up. So he comes in half. I come in half. We make one whole. That's the problem. We don't lean on each other to make each other whole. I came in as whole as possible. Still messy and damaged, yes, but as whole as possible. You came in as whole as possible so we could start this two, not this one. Does that make sense to you? Makes 100% sense. So if I'm already standing, I'm not asking you to bring anything to the table because I'm already the motherfucking table. You already your fucking table, right? We out here just extending tables and bringing not empty Tupperware and silverware so we can take from each other. We're actually bringing dishes here to tables that are already set. I think people don't realize our security, our confidence, our everything comes from us knowing who we are and already being as whole as possible when we came in. Yeah, 100%. I also, I think I was talking about Abel and Allow. Can you, okay, so this is how this, this whole episode even came about. We were just sitting on this couch just talking, and he said something so profound. I said, can you please go get the microphones? Once every year. <laughs> please, every I, said, year. I just need you to say this to other people. So break it down, uh, what you said about Abel and Lau. But first, before you do that, I just want to read the definition of Abel, because here, as you know, we don't like to talk. We like to educate and give people tools to take things home with them. So if you need to, get your pen and paper handy. Abel is having the power, skill, means, or opportunity to do something. Does that make sense to you? Is that what you mean when you say Abel, Denicio? No, that's not what I meant, but I, I you know, that's what I said. I didn't I didn't know the actual de- I mean Abel, I I the ability to. That but that is what the it ability is. Ability to. But the Negro, power. Did you just the power? Having the power, skill, or opportunity to opportunity is a synonym of able. Okay. I mean, what is the word? You get you get me crazy. <laughs> I said able and allow. Yes. Able. And what did you, what was your definition of able? Just the ability to do something. Ability and opportunity is the same thing. Okay, we're so good. So we're good. We're good. And what was the other word you? Allow. Yes, this is the difference between allow and able. So I read the definition of able and the definition of allow is to give someone permission to do something. Yeah. So when people say to you and me all the time, so say for instance, again, I just came back from a trip. I heard a few times, your husband allowed you to come to Atlanta by yourself? If you hear that, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I want to let you know that person's insulting you. <laughs> Why is that person insulting you? The last time I heard that allow statement, the mm-hmm. last time was when I was under my mom's roof. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. under my mom and dad's roof. So you always say when people tell you, because you hear it as well, you hear, 
your wife allows you to be here or if you're out late, you're like you're allowed to be because you're married. So the whole idea of marriage, of course, means constriction and restriction to a lot of people. That's why the old uh, uh, what it, I don't know if it's an old adage. They used to call wives balls and chains, Correct. my ball and chain, yeah. meaning yeah. like a prison sentence. I have a now a weight on my ankle that is locked and she's the only one who has the key. So I'm a prisoner right. lugging this ball around. Right. So you don't have that as a man. You're very free in your marriage to go where you want, do what you want. Yes, again, with some tweaks and restrictions you're not allowed to come in here when the sun comes up you have to be in here before the sun comes up 445 gotcha yep whatever time zone 57 659 whatever season it is i got google I'll eastern standard time i'll be looking he knows that if he comes in here past the sun come up he need to stay where he at and then we gonna have to talk about that permission to come back in this here house a lot of, lot of time, a lot of time. Got a lot but of time. I feel that's a lot of time for you to hang out and Absolute, do what you need abs- to do. Absolutely. And you don't even push that. Not at all. But I think because you have the freedom to do so, because you're a grown-ass man who is able and not allowed, you don't have the need to prove your ego doesn't, doesn't have a need to pull its dick out to be measured. No, not at all. Yeah, so, yeah, able and allowed. I just was, you know, I was just sitting back listening and you mentioned... You know, a lot, we've had this conversation many a times a where it's it's allowed. You know, it's uh, your your husband allowed allowed you to take a trip by yourself down here. Take a your trip by yourself. Uh, Wear that. Go here. Right, say that. Right, I get a lot of right, say that because, right, as right, you've heard, right. your husband listened to Not Your Mama's podcast. I'm like, not only does he listen, he's editing it. He's sitting right here. Mm-hmm. Your husband let you say that on stage. Your husband knows you curse that much. Your husband seen you dancing. Your husband let you put that video up. Your husband, your husband, your husband. La 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 la. Is that? A question of if that person's asking, so person X is asking that question, they're saying to themselves, I'm not able or allowed to do that. Well, again, able is having the power, skills, and means and the opportunity to do something. I don't have the power or the permission. Yes, I don't have the power. (laughs) I don't have the skills. I don't have the means or I don't have the opportunity to do what you're doing, Stephanie, or do what you're doing, Denisio. So it's, it's twofold. It's do I have, am I allowed to do that? Am I able to do that? And if it's neither, neither of those two, it's clearly a question either way. It's a question of, you know, how are you getting away with that? Right, but how the how are you getting away with that? When you phrase the, the question like that, again, it goes back to allow, meaning I had to get permission from you and you had to get permission from me. Disrespectful. I don't, I don't know how many times I have to tell people that I don't need nobody's permission to do a goddamn thing. This, 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 this mindset that when you get married, you no longer have say-so over your mind, your body, your soul, your whereabouts. I do consult with you. Would you agree? Yeah, we have, con- we have con- consults. We have consults. We have meetings. We have powwows. Yeah, we have consults. We sit down and we say what we'd like to do. And I don't ask him, is it okay? I say, what do you feel about this? Yes, that's what usually happens, right? Right? Because I don't want to set the tone for him to think I'm asking his permission. I want to set the tone for him to understand that as a, an, an individual, she's I'm, she, me, her, is coming to another individual that she respects for his opinion, not his permission. Are we... Are we as human beings dimming each other's lights just because we won't, quote unquote, allow another person to shine bright like a diamond? Oh, is, I'm not dimming a damn thing for you. And is, no matter how much I love you. Now. Is, is that is that what we're actually going around and doing? So as a man, you know, as a man, you're literally saying like, yeah, you know, I 
I literally, you know, don't allow my wife to hang out with her girlfriends uh, or go, you know, go on trips or no, I don't I don't allow that. But I do it. Well, that's a whole separate. That's a double standard patriarchy, hierarchy uh, mindset that we uh, this world has been created on women were not allowed to even write a check. They weren't allowed to have a bank account. They couldn't buy anything other than eggs, milk and groceries. Anything that wasn't about nurturing the household, women were not allowed to do without a man. And the assumption is I don't get those questions that you get. Oh, you never get what I get. And because that's another reason. Or as much. Because I'm a woman. There you go. I tell you all the time. We have the colorism, sexism conversation and debate here a lot right we're both intellectual beings and we talk a lot and i what do i always tell you about the plight as you a chocolate black man an african-american man you always come from the side of uh colorism and racism and i always bring up colorism racism and sexism because no one's asking you about your womb no one says to you as my husband of almost nine years where's your children why aren't you having babies You've been in rooms where you're like, oh, shit. (laughs) It's it's getting hot in here. And me and you had a lot of problems with that at first because I felt you weren't defending me. Yeah, it's a lot of of disrespectful things going on and it's sexism. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the clear, blatant definition of what... That is, which is interesting because someone said the other day online, why aren't there changing boards in men's bathrooms? I agree. Because because the narrative of fatherhood is not as big as big of a proponent as motherhood. I said, ah, I I agree with that. I said, that's probably the only sexist thing on the guy side. As far as parenting? No, there's more. Yeah. I mean, that I've recently heard where it's just like. Oh, okay. We got one. Just ask a present father in his life. There's way more. Ask a present father. There's way more. Of course, there's not as much. I'm sure. But there's way more. Um, But I'm not going to let you get away with that. We're going to go right back to it because I think it's important not to put you on the spot. Put me on the spot, ho. Mm -hmm. Your mother's a ho. That's what what I like to hear. Go ahead. So when we would be in situations, we're both in the couple that the that that the, the the baby discussion is coming up you're the husband here i'm the wife here and you'd be standing right there and they would only look at me and say no kids how many kids do you got and when i say no what happens when i say i don't have any babies what do you what do you see from your eyes or here um is it a gasp do people almost pass it's, out it's a confusion and it's in the same realm as folks that don't believe you're married for mm-hmm. for me, mm-hmm. what I'm looking, how I'm looking at it is, depending on that person's background, where they're from, what society has taught them, mm-hmm. they're going to instill whatever they think is supposed to be. So instill whether, on who? Because you're not instilling. You're projecting. Uh, well, let's change that. That's the word. Thank you. So uh-huh, uh-huh. thanks, Coach. You're welcome. So projecting what it is on you. So I'm projecting what it is a wife is supposed to be. I'm projecting what it is a wife I believe is supposed, supposed to be. Right. Let's I'm, finish that yeah, sentence. Right. There you go. I'm projecting what uh, a, a wife, I believe a wife is supposed to have kids by this time. I'm project. So it's literally a projection being tossed on you. And then, you know, when you hear it, it's just like on the other side, you hear mm-hmm. it and you're like, but who's, who's, who's making these rules? But I never understood why you didn't say that. 
I never understood why we'd sit there. You'd see me live it. You'd see me hold, sometimes hold back, ready to leave, whether it's your family, my family, a stranger. And I used to be like, how many times did we argue about it? Especially when it came to your family. A handful. It's a, it's a balance knowing when you as a strong woman Mm -hmm. is saying enough. Now I need you to tag in and then help me do this. So we going to go right there. Because I had that conversation this weekend, and that is so profound. You're um, welcome again. <laughs> Two a year. Two, Two a year. year. That is so profound. But before we go right there, when it comes to, fellas, listen to me clearly. When it comes to your family and your friends, don't ever question when you should defend your wife or your girlfriend. If your aunts, your mothers, your sisters, your anybody are saying anything to your girlfriend, your wife, anyone you choose to bring home, if you bring her home, fellas, that means she matters. If she does, if she does not matter, she should not be at your Thanksgiving table. She should not be at the family wedding. She should not be at the christening. She should not be in your family's house. She should never meet your family. You're saying to create that boundary. Yes, create All the right. boundary where if she's not worth defending... Okay, whatever decisions you guys make in your relationship. Don't bring her in the heat. Don't bring her in the heat of the fire, right? Do not do that. So we were already past heat level, okay? This is even after we were married, and you would just sit there and be quiet or be like, oh, time to get some hot sauce for the chicken. Time to get some more pink lemonade. I object. I, I object. I would, you a lie. I, I wouldn't say that. I would say it's time to get more oxtail. Let's clear <laughs> right. that up. Excuse me. Let me put more gravy on my peas and rice. <laughs> I'm gonna go get another plantain. Oh, mommy made curry go. I'm gonna go over there. Yeah. Where is the Hennessy? Yes, he went. And I don't care. I and I'm going to get. I'm going to address exactly what you said because I think what you said was again profound. But men have to stop putting their women in their family situation and not checking their family when they cross their relationship line. I said what I said. Yeah, it's a, it's again. I had to I had to learn that, and uh, it took it took. A conversation with a couple people to be like with a couple of other people besides me yeah yeah absolutely absolutely really go yeah i well, didn't know that yeah, that's that's fine you don't have to know i don't but this is an awakening moment this is a first i didn't know yeah, that. yeah you don't have to know you don't have to know so yeah so so a, is that a cedar plant to harvest a situation yeah, well excuse me let's so to be clear it wasn't these are people that have in the past said something to you i've had conversations with them Okay, I didn't understand. Yeah, what you yeah, were yeah. So to be clear, yeah, this is me having conver- after the fact, after a couple of incidences, me sitting down and say, "Listen, lay off that talk about that because it, it's not your. It's not stop. Okay, cool. Where's the Hennessy? <laughs> like, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not helping. Not conducive. Not conducive to a healthy to, household. It's not conducive to anyone's." household because it's literally mine and yours that is off kilter in the event that certain topic comes up so i'm just giving you heads up we've had the scenario happen before so this is not nothing new so that conversation with them so it's a it's, it's a baseline so in the event that conversation happens again i'm like oh we we had that convo right like we there was enough data from you having conversations with me to be like all right cool i got it let's have a conversation sadly what men don't get is it takes too much data for men to step in with their families by the time you do it 
we're fed the fuck up and we don't give a shit at this point if you said something she come out her mouth ever now she's already on i'ma smack the shit out of her list you see what i'm saying because the boundary had been crossed for years by the time you opened your mouth or several several times by the time the male steps in mind you does it smack the shit out your list oh honey your mama your sister <laughs> wait a wait a you minute you be on it <laughs> wait a my, my, my sister's on it hold up wait a minute my mama on it I'm on it I'm on my own smack your list you on it times 10 I'm on times 20 you know you know that list where you just be like one more one more peep out of that person where is the eraser <laughs> <laughs> Just rub that off. You cannot, fellas, you cannot. That's, we'll have a whole separate, you know, something on that. A whole separate e- episode on that. And we'll have some other dudes in. But you guys really have to take initiative in your family to be the one to shut down noise that will interrupt your household. And I know men, and that's again another episode, I know men have an issue with confronting the women in their lives who raise them. That's deep. That's rooted. That's that's going to take a breakdown. I completely understand. I know where that comes from and we'll get into that. But until then, but until you get the breakdown, hear me. Make sure your woman feels safe. Make sure your woman feels protected by you when, you, when you bring her into your lion's dens. Fair? No, that's fair. Now, back to what you were saying. Yeah. You made a great point about you not knowing when to step in for me. And that's why I mentioned alpha in the beginning. How, how is it to be married to an alpha for you? Well, I compare it to, I'm a basketball fan. Shout out to all my basketball fans out there. So when, you, when you're on a team, there are folks that have certain roles. And you can play a game. And you know who's the better passer. You know who's the better rebounder. You know who's the better scorer. So when you say alpha male, alpha female, it's like okay, you are you know you're in a business, you have a business, and you're working, and I am in the background, and I have no problem being in the background. I have no problem not being the face of the team. I just want to be on the team. Hmm. <laughs> I well, have no problem being on the Bulls. There's Michael Jordan. He's you, there. You all right being Scotty? I'm all right being John Paxton. Really? I'm okay being BJ Armstrong. Like and these when I say cell. when I say BJ Armstrong and John Paxson for those Google. When I say they the, the, you know Steve Kerr is coach right. for the for the Golden State Warriors now, but he, back in the day he was on the Bulls team, the 3 P, the first 3P if I'm not mistaken. The and first 3P. He was on the first 3P or the second 3P either way. But either way. So BJ Armstrong and John Paxson usually played the same role offensively. If Jordan was getting double teamed or triple teamed or Pippen was getting double teamed or triple teamed, their job was to literally wait until the ball came to them mm-hmm. and shoot. If they didn't get the ball, they didn't shoot, they wouldn't be upset. Do you know why? Because they knew their role. I'm not, that's, that's Michael fucking Jordan. I'm Michael Jordan? That's, well. And the, <laughs> he's like, bitch, don't go crazy. I'm saying, like, <laughs> In this scenario, in this metaphor, hey, we can work, we can work with that. Yeah, we can work with that. Well, so, then who else is Jordan? Yeah, though? no, no, no. You're right. You want it. You want it. So yeah, that's what that was my analogy. Yeah, right, so yes, you, yes. yeah. So when you say alpha, there are people that can't uh, put themselves in a position to be next to Michael, i.e., Scotty or Horace Grant. But they're further down the line. You have your B.J. Armstrongs and your John Paxes that will be like, yo. Mike, go ahead. Shoot all those shots. When you're shooting, we have a better chance of winning. Hmm. Then you have people that are saying, 
yes, when you're shooting, we have a better chance of winning. But you know what? I want to be the face. I want to be the shooter. I want to be the shooter, even if I don't have that same talent. Mm, teach. I just want to. I just need to. I just need. I want the cars. I want the girls. I want the cigars. I want the. I, I want, want the, the hoes. I want the hoes. The, 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 <laughs> the, the, every. I want the clothes. I want to be an Oprah. I want the Jordan sneakers. Uh, I want all of that. Even though my talent doesn't even match to yours, mm. I want all that. And that's where I bring it to certain men, some men, that is just like, yo, okay, your lady's bright. She's shining bright like a diamond, but you're overbearing. You're literally holding her back from her spreading her wings. Because be- you're not in the forefront. Because you're not Michael. But but you're not Michael in this. That doesn't mean you're not Michael in other areas of the relationship. 100%. And, and that's one thing I love about you. You're very secure. And when I talk about you and I'm like, he's fine. Again, I think people think that's just me saying it and speaking for you. That's why I thought about it when we were just talking. I said, get the mic so that you had an opportunity to speak for yourself. Not that we owe anybody anything, but I think it's helpful. I think it's interesting. I yes. think not only interesting, we don't really see a lot from black couples now oprah has a beautiful show called black love and people are watching but not everybody got cable and not everybody can sit down and watch tv you know what we see we see black couples on love and hip-hop no 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 no. no. don't don't get don't i mean get on your soapbox go on boy no no no. i don't have time it's not it's my podcast you got it's your wife's podcast uh you got all the time in the world well thank you for that permission you're welcome just i'm not gonna what i'm relaying to you is what we see Mm -hmm. as a society Mm -hmm. this is just my personal opinion from denicio what we see online and on the tv the The majority is this dysfunction function discord toxicity no balance in conversation and let's be clear i don't believe these all my children's one life to live general hospital ladies and gentlemen boys and girls if you don't know what that is google them. i don't believe these soap operas i don't they're scripted however there are people out there who believe that yes who believe a conversation should start at 10 and not at one. There's there are people out there that believe that the first way to get your woman or man's attention is to knock her drink over when you walk into the bedroom. Mm-hmm. So when that's being said, and when you see that, there has to be a balance. You have to see the other side where people can actually have a conversation and disagree with you talking with them. The, yeah, we don't agree all the time. We damn sure don't. I don't. I don't. Ex- I mean, when we do, we do. If we don't, we don't. But there's a way to disagree. I think disagreements are healthy. I think actual being mad. I think anger uh, gets a bad rap. There are times ne- anger is necessary. It teaches you a lot about yourself. I think disagreements are healthy. I don't think, of course, physical, emotional, uh, mental abuse, financial abuse is healthy. But I think it's okay. And I don't think. I know it's okay to argue with someone when someone is upset. You get to see the stripped down side of them. They're not pretending. They're not trying to say what you need to hear. I think you need, excuse me, not again, I think, I know you need to see how someone fights. I know you need to see how they are as a verbal assassin. You need to understand that side of that person before you commit to that person. I don't understand why people don't fight. Don't fight in front of the kids. Don't be telling nobody our business. Don't be fighting. I'm not saying put all your business in the street, but if you're not fighting, when people say we don't fight, I'm like, well, your relationship is unhealthy. You cannot tell me that you have never, ever, ever, 
ever seen, heard, witnessed something that you did not like. Now, again, that doesn't mean you have to turn up, but not liking something, being angry, having a feeling uh, that's not joyous, that's not lovable or likable somebody about somebody and what they do, I think is natural. And we definitely disagree. We disagree on what you said by thinking that I used to think that you should just know when you should have my back. And I didn't know that being an alpha, and let me let me define alpha because I keep saying that word today. Um, according to the dictionary, alpha female is a female who is strong. She can often be intimidating to those around her because she isn't afraid to ask for what she wants. So basically, a woman in control of herself, a woman who is aggressive, a woman who is assertive, a woman who is present, uh, a woman who is not afraid to speak her needs. Here's the issue. I wasn't finished with my. Uh, I, th- I thought it was a hard pause. I, th- I, I apologize. I was just I, breathing. I thought, oh, I, you know what? <laughs> right back to it. Then. You said, because we keep, every time I go there, we keep going around it because that's what we do. Have a million topics in one t- at one uh, in sitting. You mentioned that you don't always know. And I feel like most, I keep wanting to go here because I know most men feel this way. I don't know when to step in for my, my woman. She seems like she can handle everything. And the narrative for the black woman in particular, not just the woman, is a strong black woman. That's what everybody says before they say black woman. Am I correct? Yes. Strong black woman. And when you say, what does it mean to be black? The first thing someone says is resilience, strength, survival. Because of what black people have endured thanks to this heinous country. With that said, the narrative that a black woman has to be strong in order to be loved, to me, is toxic. Uh, To say that I don't know when to protect her or nurture her because she's so independent. I receive that. I receive and I fought this for a long time, I receive a man not knowing how to love an independent woman because independent women state they don't need anything. So if I don't need anything, what does my man bring? What does he have to offer if he keeps hearing, I don't need you, I don't want you, I got everything I need. If I keep saying, babe, I got this, then turn around and complaining that you're not coming in to offer anything. How are you even comprehending what I'm saying if I'm giving you mixed signals? You were... You, the direction you're going is right where I was trying to lead in, so keep which on. is right. So, I have been not in your not in our relationship. I've dealt with uh, a lot of alpha alpha f- females, if I can say, lady female. Well, we're de- okay with female here. We okay. know a lot of people are not, but yeah, we're okay. Yeah. Okay. And so, your mom is an alpha. Your sister's an alpha. Yeah, yeah, you were absolutely. raised by alpha. Absolutely. So, I've been embarrassed when I've stepped in and said, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa." And it's like, mind your business, nigga. You you don't think I ain't got this? It was no finish of the sentence. <laughs> Why we need to finish? We already know. What, you got you got the eyebrow of death. Yeah, yeah. There's no there was no need to finish. The, as soon as nigga, you don't you right. So wait, let's elaborate. Right. You're yeah. saying you went to stand up for, interject for right. a woman. Right. And the woman stopped you and was like, what makes you think I need you? Right. That's exactly what I'm saying. That, right. There you go. Uh-huh, so I'm picking uh-huh. up I'm picking up when you drop pick it. Pick it up. Pick yeah. it up. Yeah. So in the scenario of a family interaction where you and your brain is like, okay, I've had enough. I don't feel he's doing his part to defend uh me in this particular scenario me coming from the other side it's oh well 
it's a balance where I'm trying to figure out when you at a point were like, okay, you know, I you should come in and say something. Yes, yes, it's my family, hundred percent true. Um, but again, dealing with the alpha, and let me say this: take a right turn. You as a man, gentlemen, you can't have it both ways. Hmm. When I say both ways, I'm referring to an independent alpha woman is going to take some time to understand how she moves. So you can't say you can be alpha in this, but you can't be alpha in that. If you don't teach the children. It's a difficult switch to turn off. Is that, do you want to go there? I'm just, I'm just, I'm just having a conversation. <laughs> All I'm doing is just having a conversation. No, you're telling the, the truth because the, we had that, we had that conversation many a times where I told, I said, you, you, you can't, you can't turn me on and off. You want me to be growling at a, at somebody for you, or you want to turn me on, and then then you telling me to calm down. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you just you just gonna relax? She came. She brought a cold steak. You ain't gonna. Let, let, but pause for a second. Let's wrap up the other one. This is why our conversations are always all over the place. When you have someone in your life who is new to your situation or you bought into your situation, what you were describing when you said, I have had situations where I jumped in for the woman and I was shut down, right? You did say that. So... What you're saying is, what I'm hearing is you were projecting on me every time your voice was told it wasn't allowed to be heard here. Before I came into the relationship, every time you went to speak around the other alpha women in your life, your mom, your sister, or external sources. I got it. You were told, mind your business, little boy. I got Go it. Go about your business. Well, gone. So you weren't heard like most men are not, <clears throat> excuse me, from the women in their lives. You weren't heard. You weren't bred from a situation where your voice mattered. So you automatically brought that baggage into our relationship when I needed you to step in at first. You didn't know how because every time you went, your hand, your your, emo, your verbal, your tongue was cut out pretty much. Damn, Coach Stephanie, that's that's amazing. Well, I only know it not only because I see it and recognize it, but I came with the other end. My daddy issues needed you to defend me for everything. Mm. hello my issues with men and my daddy issues and him not being there for me and abandoning me and not being there to raise me and teach me what kind of man I should be with I always just automatically needed the little Stephanie in me that wasn't served met your little Dennis right and little Dennis got his his tongue cut out and he emotionally was you know crippled and I came in like I need a nigga to hold me down to do everything my father didn't do. And here we are in the middle of Thanksgiving or whatever. And these two little children are wrapped in our adult flesh, sitting here mad at each other for what we don't know better of. Does that make sense? Guess who stepped in the room? Coming from the shallow now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's what had happened, but I'm so glad that that is so far behind us. And why is it behind us, do you think? Why do why are we where we are now? 
I think because we talked a lot, we communicated a lot. What do you think? You have to have a dialogue. That's just uh, the bottom line. It has to be a dialogue where a uh, thoughts are being shared. So you're like, oh, and we've had conversations where it's like, oh, I didn't know you thought like that. Oh, I didn't know you had. I didn't, I didn't know you had, how you saw it. I didn't know. I didn't know. How, I mm-hmm. didn't. Your vantage point was way different than I mm-hmm. assumed mm-hmm. your vantage point was. So once you have cards on the table, as they say, there is a shuffling of the deck, and then there's a okay. We'll deal your cards, deal our, deal my cards, and let's see what hand we both have. Agreed. And then go from there. I think also because. You couldn't hear me because I was so angry. Like, you didn't defend me. Again, that was little Stephanie yelling. It was an adult Stephanie saying, listen, I don't believe I should be in settings where your family is what I feel is attacking and questioning my wound or whatever it is the topic is. I wasn't delivering it in a healthy, mature way. I was delivering it in a hurt little girl damaged way. And I don't think it was able to be received until I sat back and was like, you know what? It's not about him defending me. It's because he's in this relationship, too. It's our relationship. Us not having a baby is us. So instead of me putting it on me, little Stephanie, little Stephanie, I came to you and was like, but this is our relationship they're attacking. This is me and you. And guess what? I wouldn't even have these conversations if I wasn't around these people if I wasn't for you, if it wasn't for you. I wouldn't know any of them. So I came to you on a different level. Like I'm getting harassed about my uterus from people on your end and I don't like it versus defend me, defend me, defend me. I changed how I approached you because I realized how I was approaching you was my, I was yelling at you with my damage, not with what I was really needing you to do and what I was feeling in the moment. Let the church say amen. 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 How does it feel working for your wife? I mean, we're going to get this money. We're going to get this money. It, and it, how does it feel? I feel, I don't feel, let's go back. I don't feel like I have missing balls. <laughs> you, like, you're not castrated? You know, Are you sure? Emasculated. No, I don't. Again, I just want to be on the team. Say it. I'm just going to keep it simple. I could go different places with my metaphors, which I've known be known to do. But for the sake of the show, I'm on the coach you know stephanie in uh, uh what's uh, basically i'm losing my tongue here um i said times, no i said no podcast i'm yes. on the i said no podcast and the feeling i have working with you is just me being on the team i don't need to be in the front i don't need to be the face i don't need none of that all i need to do is be in the background so when people think you have no balls no ego when people think i run you ragged and you know our real true friends and family know that that is not the case. Well, nine times out of ten, it's, for me, this is my vantage point, it's word. That's how you, you feel? feel. Mm-hmm. Question mark? That's interesting. But then I'm not answering. You're not feeding into it. I'm not, no, why? Again, why going back to how I how I uh, go about my life and I start asking myself questions. Some people may call it crazy. I just like to break things down in my emotional little head to try to get to the root cause of how I'm feeling the way I'm feeling. So when I hear these questions, it's, well, D, you, so you just allowed her to roam a room by herself without you following her? Wait, you... Uh, are allowing her to have her own business wait 
you're allowing her to go to a party where there are going to be guys there? Oh, please. The biggest one is vacation. Like when I'm in Mexico with the girls or it's just like your husband lets you go away for a week to like, I'm just like, yeah, I'm in Costa Rica. What the hell is the big deal? You don't do you do you feel like people think you don't have an ego or pride or what all, all the male stuff? Well, I don't see what the benefit is. Mm hmm from saying you can't go to costa rica with your girlfriends you can't start a business you well let me it's ike syndrome mm -hmm. oh you you're gonna start a business and leave me you, that's what you're gonna do anime you, is that what you're you, gonna be like everybody else you're gonna, you gonna leave ike you're gonna start you're gonna go to costa rica and find your costa rican man um, and you're gonna leave me so do you have insecurities uh you we've also we've often talked about my looks and my confidence or how i dress or whatever and to you as my husband i'm an attractive woman am i correct yes so so let me answer the question uh answer another question that was back we went back with so when i said men you have an alpha lady you can't have it both ways men if you have and let me just quote this <clears throat> a bad bitch <laughs> and i mean no disrespect mm -hmm. the expectation is they're going to be flirted with they're going to be uh, you know, there are going to be certain proposals that are pitched. There are going to be things. Now, you have to be secure with yourself to understand that these things are going to happen. Your your lady is going to be called beautiful, sexy, uh, and all the other things ab above. You're going to have to be secure with yourself to know and trust her enough to know how she's going to handle it. Now, yes, there are men like Martin and you so crazy like i will come up to the club martin was a male chauvinist i will come to the club and find you and see how you're moving to understand what type of you weren't allowed to go to the club but not you at the club i'm at the club too in my pajamas and trying to find out what you're doing and even me watching that at the time when it came out i was like for why mm -hmm. if if the objective is to find out if she's literally gonna Cheating step or... step out on you mm -hmm. once you find out What's your next move to keep right? Her, are you planning on doing something about the knowledge you're trying to, to? Right, right, right. The next move is to, from what I've seen before, the next move is to uh, get that knowledge to keep my foot on her neck. Hmm. Not to let her to go. Now, no, no, punish her for the rest of her there, life. There you go. I, I, now I have or to have one on her. I get now, a hall pass. I have. I have. Many a cards I can play. A hall pass. Well, we know that's called emotional uh, hostage at this okay, point. When okay. you want to literally hold somebody hostage emotionally instead of let them go. Even, especially when you don't tell them. You know they, they did something wrong. You're just going to act like an asshole and be mad and they don't know. Or they do know and you're making them pay the penalty for it. So even then, so, you know, some folks will be like, well, you know, if I feel an energy that so-and-so stepping out, I want to know early. Mm -hmm. And then it's, okay, yeah, so you can know, so you can make a move left or right. So you can be like, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to keep it moving. Cool. For me, I'm just like, all right, I feel a certain energy. When it happens, the universe usually works that way, that something will happen where it's irrefutable, nine times out of ten. Or you can go searching for it to make to speed it up. 
You can go searching to do the search of the phone. You can get, just uh, do search of, search of the computer. Search of the computer. You can you know you can literally look at text messages, phone calls. Like okay, well this one this was this phone call was made here, and then the email was sent here. Mm. So that means you he get, you he, mean that means he was over here, and then he took a trip. So here. you want to log on and get an itemized bill, that, I mean, nigga? Listen, don't I don't I don't want to do anything because <laughs> the energy because. Let me back up. I was cheated on before. Oh, you poor thing. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. Don't, don't, touch, me. No, 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 no. don't, don't touch me. 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 Your trauma is No, 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 no. Don't touch me. The energy is. Don't touch me. The energy is. Now, I'm supposed to be a super duper asshole freak. Right. Where I'm all over the place. Like, who you calling? Who you texting? Yeah, she was supposed to bring your baggage from your last relationship into your current one. My energy. Mm-hmm. For 30 to 30 of two months, so 60 days, my energy, my chi, if you will, was literally all over the place. You had trust issues. Literally all, because again, my thought process was okay, people forgive people all the time. The stigma is men don't take women back, they don't, the they, double they don't get the double standard. So I said, okay, I said, I'm going to do a probational period. <sighs> To find out how I feel, because it's not about her at this point. She was so basic. It was a, it was about how I felt, and how I, if I could move forward from this. You were so stupid. So thank you. You're welcome. So trial period, probational period, sixty days. So and dumb. in those sixty days, you're saying it's done. Why? Well, I don't want to put all your business out there. I mean, this whole story is dumb. Well, the, like when you. The whole story. There are many a people, but you were young. There are many a people that will get cheated on, and no, no, no. I'm not saying because I don't think cheating is necessarily a deal breaker. Depending on how it's done, who it's done with, was it one time? Because there's a difference between cheating and having an affair. Right. You you talk about my scenario. I'm talking about your individual scenario. All the details that I know. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, listen. We we, okay. Now you smiling. All right. Yeah, yeah. You right. You right. You right. You right. You right. I'm right. right. So, but to keep it simple, wrap this about this hoe up. No, I'm gonna keep it. I said I said I was gonna keep it simple, pimpin. To keep it simple, the 60 days, in those 60 days, I was all over the place where it was just like, I'm not the same person that I was. You were questioning everything. I was questioning everything. I wasn't the same person that I was prior to the relationship. Mm-hmm. So, go be, you know, you that's what you, you want to be able to either, you know, you, you, you meet someone, friend, uh, uh, a mate, and you're saying, okay, are they pouring out of your cup? Pouring in your cup. You can't pour out. You mean <laughs> oh, me taking pour, out? Yo, pour, cup. Did you okay? Pick it up. I dropped it. Pick <laughs> yes, it up. Yes. You, you, you know where I'm at. So are they taking? You know where I'm at. Come I on, just now. gotta correct you, you right? The, 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 it, people, you see it. So you people, you see it, fam. So you you pour it out. You don't stop the don't stop the pillow. You see where it is. I'll you smack pour, you. Don't, don't stop it. You, you just pick it up. What I'm dropping. Just right? finish the fucking story already. Listen, I'm trying. You Jesus. Ju- you drop whatever it is. That person is not making you the person that you came into the relationship with. So I say all that to say is that's a long winded way to say you trust me. Uh, that I'm just trying to say a person. If you're going into relationship, yes, to answer your question, yes, I trust you. Going into relationship, trust is key, but you have to be able to trust yourself. And even if that person decides on doing something stupid. It's not you. Mm-hmm. It's them. Mm-hmm. And you have to be strong enough to say, all right, that's not going to affect how I move going forward. I agree. Because yeah. that's where all the insecurity comes from. It's like, I don't want her to be in that scenario because she can't be around 10 guys that call her beautiful because 
she'll break down and have sex with all of them. Like she can't. Well, then be, what? The, like, what does that say to you? Think about the insecurity makes you project your shit on other people. What does that say you think about your woman then? Okay, if you think you that she can't go on a girls trip, if she can't go out to brunch, if she can't take listen, the great the majority of times I get hit on, um, it's not even these things that people would necessarily worry about. If that's the case, I couldn't leave the house. I'm just taking the full train to work. And I'm getting hit on all the time. It's not necessarily an event or something a man would worry about. It's not necessarily a club or a I'm going to the bodega. I'm going to meet the cat that sits on the bread. And I'm going to get my chips. I'm going to get you whatever you need. And I'm getting hit on at Stop and Shop. So it's not necessarily the setting. It's the, in, it's the inappropriate projection baggage that people bring into relationships. And I'm just very fortunate that you, didn't, that you really didn't have that. Even with what you went through, you didn't bring that baggage and project that on me. You it's, never did. It's part of playing with Michael Jordan. Yes, after the game, John, what's going to happen is the Bulls are going to win, you're going to go to your locker room, and there's going to be no one there. Michael Jordan's going to have 30 reporters. Right. Can you deal with that? Right. Can you deal with you? And you may have, Jordan may have dropped 30. The game was tied. John, you hit the game winner. Right. And they're still not at your locker. But they, but John... That winner is not thirty, and you wouldn't have that one. That point wouldn't have mattered if he didn't. If Jordan didn't get the thirty, hundred percent. That's what you're trying to say. That's what I'm understanding. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's exactly what I'm saying. So, you know, you're gonna have human beings, man or woman, who can play on a team, be in a relationship, and have a person be a star at X, whatever it is. At X, but there's also Y and Z. And I think people who are jealous of their partners who don't like to be teammates, I think they need to really tap into what what they're the Jordan in. We've had, we love a Chris Rock stand-up when he talked about playing your tambourine. The tambourine is just as important as the guitar, as the drummer. The drummer is just as important as a singer when you're in a band. When you're on a team, everybody plays a position. So you could sit up there and say, I just play the tambourine or I just play the drums. No, they don't say that for Aerosmith. You don't, they don't say that for you too. Yes, you know Bono, right? Hall yes, of, you know. Hall of Notes. He did bring up Hall of Notes. He said, I don't know what Oates did, but I know I don't know him without Hall <laughs> or, or vice versa. You get what I'm saying? You might not know what Denicio does. You might not know that the picture that you love and you're like, Stephanie, you look beautiful and the lighting is this and oh my God. You don't might not know that he took it even though I tag him and y'all don't read, but that's a whole other story. Uh-uh. Um, you might not know he did the video. You might not know when he's at the event, the guy that you think is my camera guy is my husband, but that ain't your business. It's not about again. It's not about. He's on my team. I'm yeah, on his team. There you go. It's not about me. We being getting like, two three peats. Right. It's not about me being like, ha. Huh, look two, at me. Three peats. Look at me. There's Jordan, but I'm John Paxson and BJ Armstrong, and, and I, you know, from time to time hit jump shots. I still shots. think you, Scotty Pimpin. I that's don't. Cool. That's cool. That's I cool. You, I, you, you mean, you're killing me with cool. John. <laughs> you're just cool. killing me. You're wearing me out with John. <laughs> just like all out. And I also think it comes from your upbringing. You come from a very you know, respectful, productive family that doesn't have this need to be me too. You come from hardworking immigrant parents who, you know, education was key, respect, boundaries, chivalry, you're big on. Talk about that to your fellas really quick. How important is it to be chivalrous to your woman? I barely pick up a bag. I barely open a door. I remember, can I tell the story about the umbrella? Do you. 
coming out of my building. It was pouring raining, and he often goes in bad weather to our parking lot to get the car and pull up in front of the building so I don't have to walk in the parking lot. So that's chivalry right there. And when the weather is bad, uh, rain, any precipitation, rain or snow, not only does he pull up to the building, but he gets out opens an umbrella, comes to the door, walks me, gets me from the door and walks me under the umbrella to the car. There was a guy uh, in front of the building and saw this one day. Fast forward a few weeks later, I see this guy who did, I see this guy who saw me at that, that day with the rain that I didn't see. And he goes, you know, ma, I was going to talk to you and try to holler at you because you bad. But then I saw one day this dude came and it was raining or snowing or whatever. And he did this whole umbrella thing. Like I saw him double parked out there and then the door opened and you came and I was like, damn. Then I saw him come out his car, get wet to get the, uh, uh, and he didn't even put himself under the umbrella. It was a big enough umbrella for you guys to share. He put on a hood and he just walked you like some Fonsworth Bentley shit to Diddy, he tells me. And I said, well, I hope you learned a lesson. He was like, nah, I, I, what I did learn is like, I would never talk to you because I'd never do that shit for you. And I was like, well, good for me. And I kept it moving. <laughs> <laughs> you, you all right? Oh, it was wild. It was wild. No, I putting my laugh on that. <laughs> you, know how, you know how loud and I And when laugh. I told you that. That's pretty much the reaction you had because your chivalry is shaking these young millennial boys to their core. I'm just doing what I saw my dad do. Mm, the importance of a male role model in the house. That's that's all I'm doing. And Are you doing it only because you saw your father do it or do you want to be chivalrous? Because I don't feel like if you're doing it just because you saw your father do it, it's really beneficial. It's both. Okay. Going back. I don't see it as a negative. No, it's not a negative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I, you I just duplicate it. Yeah, I don't I don't see how that's not uh positive, how that's not beneficial. Mm -hmm. I just don't see it. Now, um guys, you do you. No, don't tell them that. No, no, I I'm not gonna be sitting on no platform. That's the problem with you men. Sit on that platform and tell I'm them to see, be a chivalrous see, man. See what, where, where the vantage point is. I don't want to be soapboxy. Nigga, if you don't get on your chivalrous, got a badass wife soapbox, I don't know <laughs> what the fuck is you doing. You're doing something right to keep uh, Esther. Are you crazy? Okay. All right. All right. Just a little bit. Talk to your men. Let bit. these there's men nothing, know. There's not for me. That I, okay. So I saw. <laughs> I saw my dad do it, and um, I was going to do it, and I I didn't see a problem in doing it, and I wanted to show that my lady is going to be treated as a lady, treated as a queen. I didn't see anything wrong with it, and I don't see why you would want your lady, if it's raining and you have an umbrella, why you'd want her to get wet. I don't see why you're not carrying her bags. Hmm. I don't see why you're not opening the door for her. Hmm. Uh, why? And you, you have, you have men that are actually getting treated as kings. They don't have to cook. <laughs> they don't have to clean. This is your king. They don't have to do. Is this your king? It they don't have to do. They don't have to do laundry, and yet. The other side isn't the same way. Hmm. 
which is confusing to me. What do you mean the other side isn't the same way? Well, this the chivalry that you're referring to. Mm-hmm. So if I'm treating you like a queen, for some men, they're getting treated as kings. And they're not they're doing not, queen work. They're not treating their ladies as queens. Oh, they're Jesus not say. they're not opening up doors. Yes. They're not carrying bags. They're not um, they're not um, letting their lady go through the door first. These mm-hmm. these are things they're not. They're not doing. taking out the garbage. Then well, because I'm not going to no damn incinerator now. They're not, they're not, they're not doing. <laughs> I think little things that say, "I love you. I respect you. Yeah, I respect you. I love you. You're, you're dope." I don't think that. I think many a women, and I, I get the vibe. From outside entities where it's a feeling like I would like that, but I would like that done. I don't know how to have, I don't know how to present that to him. My mate, I would, I see you doing that for my friend. I would like that because that I felt good seeing that done for my friend. Well, you also do it for my friends. Oh, yeah, that's right. My bad. So it's not about seeing it. You also do it for my friends. You do it for your nieces. You do it for your mother, my mother, your in-law. You do it for every woman that is around you. So it's not about them seeing it. They get to experience it. And that's sad because that means that the men they are with either didn't see it from the men in their house or, sadly, as we know, the majority of them didn't have a man in their house. So either you had a man in your house that wasn't doing it or you didn't have a man in your house or you had one and you weren't picking it up when he saw it. And the reason that I asked you, do do you only do it because your father did it or do you do it also because you want to do it, is because if we're only doing things that we saw out of training, sometimes we can resent it. I don't know if that makes any sense to you. So if you're only doing it out of obligation because you witnessed it, not because you genuinely want to keep me from getting wet in the rain or genuinely don't want me carrying a heavy bag, genuinely want me to walk through the door first, you can start to resent it like I always do this shit for this bitch and I'm only doing it because I saw it. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah, sure. So that's why it's important for me to, for people to understand why they do what they do and then see if they want to continue it into adulthood because that's an agreement your father gave you and I think it's a wonderful agreement. But if you don't want to keep it in your manhood for yourself, if you're only doing it because you saw it, not because you want to bless a woman, not because you want to display king behavior to queens, then you will end up being like, oh, I'm going to slam this door on this bitch face today because I just can't. <laughs> you start to resent the, the, the things you're doing. Hey, listen, I've had... I've held doors open and I've had people say, I don't need that door or held open for me. Cool. No problem. But that doesn't it's mean not, I'm not going not, to do it for yeah, you, baby girl. It's not, it's not for everybody. And also, too, I've held doors open and not get a thank you. Well, that's because not, you're doing an act of kindness. You're not making a business deal. We've yeah, talked about not, this. You're not doing it to get something in return. Not at all. Not at all. Mm. I know the universe works. I know how the universe works. And even going back to that alpha situation we have a sea of women who um are raising children by themselves dealing with stuff by themselves because we have a sea of men who and i want to phrase this correctly and i'm sure you'll correct me if i phrase it wrong Mm -hmm. i don't know if it's a sea of men who can't handle an alpha woman (laughs) i don't know if it's a sea of men that can't handle themselves with an alpha woman i don't know if it's a sea of men that can't see themselves having a balance 
of of allowing, not even allowing, excuse me, having a balance of seeing their lady be able to do certain things that they may not be able to do and playing that tambourine. Mm-hmm. There's a sea of women. You look at all your, that's what I usually, I'm starting to do that now more often than ever. I'm always trying to see women um, in, in high, women of color in high positions if they're married or not. Oh, and, well. And, and high percentage are not. High percentage have children. Well, you don't need a man to have children nowadays. And that speaks into a man being able to... Listen, there's so much that we're eliminating from your roles. It is hard for a man to... First of all, a man needs to feel needed. A a man needs to know that he can provide something in his household that others cannot or won't. Yes, she can open the pickle jar, but she lets me open the fucking pickle jar. Yes, she can take out the garbage. Yes, she can get someone to mount the TV to the wall, but she let me do it. Yeah, so... You get what I'm saying? So if... So if we're taking all of that from you, what do you have? If you're the breadwinner and I'm not and we have kids, which I've heard men say this before. Mm, we shouldn't be having kids if we ain't got bread now. That's not even. No, where I'm not going that way. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm not going that way. What I'm saying is I've heard conversations where it's I, I feel emasculated because she's the breadwinner and I'm Manny. He's the stay-at-home dad. He's the stay-at-home. Oh, my God. There's so many great stay-at-home dads. But the stay-at-home dad is providing what the woman can't At the moment. But that's what I mean about I might be Jordan here. Where are you, Jordan, at? It's not about side-eyeing Jordan and trying to take his place or her place in that realm. It's about finding your lane and your Jordan and your three-pointer and so that you can contribute to this three-peat. So if you are a stay-at-home dad and you're great at it, then that is where you're Jordan. If you're the breadwinner, that's where you're Jordan. If you both make bread, because we both have always made bread, there was I can't you when we got together. I I already had my own apartment, my own job. I was in my twenties. You was like you live on your own. I'm like yeah, I've been living on my own since I was seventeen. You you look like your mind was blown. Kablooey. Think about that for a second. You say I want to do my own podcast. Yeah. I could say well I want to be on that podcast. Not not. Well, what are the parts of the business that's going to branch off the podcast can I do? You didn't even say that. You said, how can I help? Right. Just simply be of service. Right. That's my point. Right. You're, oh, well, you know, the visual editing aspect of it. I may need help over here. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, let me get into that. Right. What skills do I possess? What Jordan skills do I possess that can move this movement forward? There you go. I'm on the team. Mm -hmm. I was asked to be on the team, but I'm not asking to be Jordan. Jordan's already saying, I'm here. Right. Can you stay in the corner and shoot threes? Right. Because I'll rebound, I'll score, I'll defend. You can't do that, though. But what can you do greatly? But what can you do? You can shoot threes? All right, stay right there and just wait for your turn. When When I call on you, you do what you do. You don't lead with ego first. There are rare times you do. Rare, rare times you do. Your ego is definitely there, but you're a man that doesn't lead with his ego, and that's one thing I love about you. You're just not, you don't have a need to piss on every hydrant. You don't have this masculine 
over masculine energy where it's just like nah motherfucker like I gotta (laughs) (laughs) you just don't have that need and some people would say oh he's a pussy or he's a pushover and when that if that's ever said it's never been said to me in that way it's just like oh you must walk all over him I'm like yeah uh, yeah no but 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 why you you say you say you say piss on the hydrant yes I would much rather you walk up to the hydrant you try to open it uh-huh. and it overpowers you with the water. You want my moistness on you. No, well, pick up what I'm dropping. I'm joking. Yeah. See, you, yeah, and you, and listen, this is your podcast. If you want to go that route. Now I, that you is, could joke and be yeah, sarcastic, listen, listen. but I can't. No, no, no. If you want to go that Shut route, that's, bitch that's, that's, that's on you. I'm just saying, <laughs> piss on your hydrant is what men and women mm-hmm. do often. Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh, everyone knows that this hydrant is mine my thing is well why can't the hydrant just over overwhelm the person trying to piss on it by opening it up themselves oh you, you don't tr- have to pee on something where there's abundance of of, of water is what you're saying the, the per- <laughs> oh yeah you know i was trying to holler at you what's good well, no I'm, I'm good well, what do you mean i'm good well you i'm married well that i'm good i don't get where you're going with this the hydrant is what you're trying to claim. Mm-hmm. But, but it's if, full already. But the hydrant's already full of water. The hydrant's going to push push you off away. The dog's not going to be able to piss on it because the hydrant's going to open up and say, you're not allowed here. Mm-hmm. Someone else Someone else is already pissed on this hydrant already. Okay. That's where I'm going with it. it that's why I'm talking about ego in terms of instead of watching that dog come over and then I'm like, no, no, I'm going to piss on this hydrant so this dog no, I don't need to piss on it. Let let. The hydra's gonna let the dog know already from what it is. In my just in my twisted head, in my twisted head, that's how I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it as no, I hear you. She's going to be able. I'm not gonna be around all the time. Yes, but we're very big on teaching each other how to fish and not fishing for each other. We're very like you taught me how to drive. You taught me how to edit. You let me teach you things. You let me teach you how to speak your needs. You let me teach. We teach each other a lot. This is not a one-sided relationship like people might think it is. Um, It is very much a give and take. It's very much, I'm Jordan over here. Let me help you. And I'm Jordan over here. Let me help you do this. Yeah, Jordan, LeBron, Curry, whatever word you want to use. Oprah, you want to use. Ava DuVernay. right. Whoever. Whatever is, whoever's a champion in their particular lane. Is what I'm trying to get over is you you have to are you gonna be Stedman to Oprah? A lot of men think Stedman is a pussy. That's all right. <laughs> that's that's all right. Tell talk about really quickly before we tap on the money and get out of here. Talk about really quickly how you're okay now with some of my influence, maybe a lot of my influence, I'll let you say that, with not caring what people think about you and your need, no longer having a need to be like liked or accepted. Me being liked or accepted? You don't. You'd be like, I don't, you just said it. I don't give a damn. When I met you, you weren't like that. You were very much like, you're, you don't care at all. I was like, I care for people that I care about but I don't care about anybody else. And even y'all I care about, you get this much care because I ultimately have to be happy with me. Okay. So you now, after the 15 years we've known each other, are very secure and not worrying about what you look like as a man, what you look like as a husband, what you look like as a person and how how people think you should navigate with me, without me and so forth and so on. Okay, so, okay. Maturity, time Mm -hmm. has played a big factor. I look at life 
like high school. It's a big high school. So initially, I did have a, 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 an issue. I'd always, I would, a care, complex. I would mm-hmm. care about what people thought, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. For me, as I got older, I realized that's all bullshit. Right. If you accept which, who you are, what your, what your thoughts are, how you want to proceed, do you have a, a code, all that's on you. And if you, if you like it, that's cool. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. It doesn't matter what they're, they're trying to emotionally project onto you. If they're trying to emotionally manipulate you into thinking, no, stand in your own two feet, stand in your own, stand in your own and let, you know, have some own thoughts. And that took time. So I would say maturity and, and time was the uh, two deciding things that brought me to where I am now. Well, I don't give a fuck. How about flirting? I've talked about how we're okay with our definition of flirting, even in marriage. And that gets a big reaction when I'm like, I flirt. I was always a flirt. I'm a flirt. Um, he, he knows I flirt. He's actually, like I said, turned on the switch to go get me, get him extra butt on his popcorn so I can go flirt. Yeah, because if you wink at a guy to get extra butter or the popcorn at the movie theater, you're automatically fucking him. Well, I'm not winking, so there's that. What are you doing? What do you just flirt? Well, again, people's definition of flirt is different. There you go. So it's winking. It's it's licking your lips left and right. Are you shimmying your titties? No. Are you shimmying your butt? No. Are you you saying you look... I am smiling. I'm always... First of all... Okay, ladies, let me give you a tip. Or just people in general. If there is a name tag on that shirt, mention him or her by name. If you're at Red Lobster, if you're at the movie theater, if you are at an H&M in a store, I don't care if it's a damn Walgreens. If they have a tag on their shirt, you say, thank you so much, Tanya. Isn't that what it's there for? Not only, but you're missing the point. Oh, no, I'm picking it up. People, I'm just, I'm picking it people up. there are so many people walking around feeling unseen. There you go. There's so many people just taking the money, giving the receipt. There's so many. And men in particular, especially if you have a sense that they're eyeing you, ladies and gentlemen, if you look at that tag and it says Tyrone and you say, thank you so much, Tyrone. I appreciate it. Yes. Can I get extra butter? Girl, he going to give you two tubs of butter, 30 pounds of salt. and He's going to give you whatever you need. <laughs> I'm telling you, it works. Men like to be acknowledged. A lot of times women are just rude. I'm going to be real. We just rude and we out here like, give me extra salt, my nigga. Like, what you doing? And very just curt and short with men. But men, are, men aren't because men are always trying to get in your panties. Well, their rudeness is different because it's always a sexual induendo. Not yes. always, mostly a sexual induendo. What I do with men is I really pay attention to them. I look in the eye. I speak to them. I acknowledge them by name. I listen to them. She wanted me. Immediately. Immediately. Well, I know that's what y'all be thinking. Yeah, they, and but, there you go. But that gave me what I want. And there it is. But listen, and that's the conversation. After you, and drop, I'm genuinely just trying to be nice to but you. But see, but that's where I'm. I'm using. I'm just stepping into a man's into a man's vantage yes, point. Yes. That, she want me. Ty, she got to have it. Tyrone behind the counter after I done gave you the hottest nachos with the extra. Cheese. I gave you the extra cheese. I let you sprinkle the salt halfway. Then you put the popcorn on top, and then you said. By Tyrone. Now I'm going to the back and saying, "You see, you see that, you see that, my nigga. I could have had that. You see, I could have had all that. <laughs> I could have had all that. Yeah. Um. The initial question was, how do you feel about me flirting? And how? And are you okay with you flirting? Which is that's a yes. If the conversation, if the scenario is what we just discussed in the movie theater, etc., that ha- I have no problem using what you got. 
to get what you want. Okay, Players Club. Okay, Ronnie. <laughs> okay, Lisa. Ray. I don't have those. I don't have yay, those. Yay. Uh, yay, yay. I don't have those feminine powers. Those womanly wilds. Feminly. <laughs> those womanly wilds that I I like to like to. I always say that to you, and I always yes. I always be telling you. I said, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Uncle Ben from Spider Man said, with great power. <laughs> comes great responsibility and i always tell you as a lady of a certain look certain powers you have to use them responsibly don't go out there and just just start flirting to flirt to flirt and then you, you find you find yourself a stalker now you just no, got, but you are you to, okay if i tell a guy like if he's like you're you're pretty i'm like well you're you're not ugly yourself you're attractive too is that is that crossing the line for you that's cordial that's what I'm saying. That's For cool. me and you, we have we've talked about this in depth, cool. and I I'm glad your voice is being heard on it. Um, That's cool. Joe. I've heard I've heard. I, I, let me just give you a couple of words I've heard in the background in a call center working at a call center. You okay. ready? Okay. Guy to girl. Damn, that's a fat ass. Oh, inappropriate. Okay, flirting. For that, him. that that's not flirting. That's Flirt. sexual uh, verbal assault. Very fine line. Uh, right? No, that is what it is, sir. Different conversation for a different day. She woman to woman woman to me. Oh, well. Oh, hi, Daddy. Thank you. <laughs> that's, that's all I can that's say. That's you blush it. Like I can But you see how it makes you melt and we're joking? Because guys don't get complimented as much as we do, so you are always are gonna melt like that, butter. That, 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 the minute but, I'm like, hi Tyrone, how are you today? But this is this is them knowing I have a lady. Yeah, they don't care. So I'm just like, they can't overly say what they may want to say. So they don't just go too to, far. Right. They're just like, hey, chocolate. So I'm supposed to be like, no, 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 no. You can't say that no, to no, me. No, I have, no, no, I no. I have a lady that will whip your ass. No, no, no. I really won't, though. And that's fine. The Not point, for that. that. And that's fine. The point, Right. I don't care. There are ladies out there that may be like, yo, don't even look my man's direction. Well, we both talked about and we believe that it's really, what is the word I'm looking for? Idiotic. Uh, Tell him that it's human nature. Why? Why? Does he do me that way? I sat back and listened to that song the other day. I said, wait a minute. Michael is preaching right now because... It's human nature to be attracted to someone else. Now, mind you, I don't, let me say, let me wrap this in the right bow. Because I'm a married woman, because you're a married man, I think it's delusional to think that he is never going to see another woman and be like, she is bad. (laughs) That's not what I'm going to (laughs) say. Well, excuse me. What are you going to say? In my head. Oh, okay. Keep it in your head. In my head. Keep it in the closet, Mike. Keep it in the closet, Mike. (laughs) Keep it in the closet. You're not Mike. going no, right? Yeah, I don't. I think it's. I think it's delusional to think. Oh, I'm with him or her, so he or she is never gonna uh, get turned on by visually by anyone. They're not gonna think anyone's ever attractive. They're not gonna be like, God damn, it's not real. It's not realistic. Now, how you act and execute, that's where the disrespect, in my opinion, that's comes in. That's where the balance lies. Where the boundary? Like, yeah, it's just like so. In my head, I'm just saying. In my head, walking with you. In mm-hmm. my head, I'm like. And this is all in my head, okay? Just want to make sure. Disclaimer. <laughs> this is all in my head. Just disclaimer. Mm-hmm. We're walking. This is this is a look at this bad bitch. Walk. Don't look. Don't look. Don't turn your neck. Don't, Don't you turn, turn that neck. Just, just look at your just girls. Look, just look at your girl's eyes. Just look at her. Like, girl, you look so good. But you know, I'll be bitch. like, Negro, get I saw her ass too. What you doing? This bitch, my 
first of all, you don't call, you're a liar. You don't call girls bitches. I said in my head. See, this is not this, out loud. This is in my head. Okay. So I'm I just apologize. Give, I was giving you a disclaimer early. I so. heard the disclaimer, but even in your thoughts that I can hear, I still don't hear you call girls bitches. How are you going Because <laughs> I hear everything. Um, yeah, don't be breaking y'all necks. Like, don't. Now, if your woman invites you to. How many times have we been out? I'll be like, babe, you see her ass gone. Damn. A lot of the times. <laughs> full, full disclosure, before y'all go, make sure you look back and count how many times I was corrected. I counted, oh, 37. I counted at least five, and I just let it go. No, I 15. Uh, okay. And I just see, let, that and was I just 16. Let, and I let it go and then because, that one was 17. because it's part of the game. Well, you'd be wrong, so there's that. Uh, we've been talking for about an hour and a half. Thank you, Denisio Shoots, for coming on. I said no and being our first guest here. I appreciate you participating. Last question. Can your woman make more money than you? Yes. We need all that. We need all that. I don't I don't believe that I'm not gonna be invited on the yacht. <laughs> if I was the breadwinner, mm-hmm. guess who would be demanding to be invited on the yacht? Who? My wife. Well, she is the yacht, honey. But Correction yeah. number 1780. 3890. There is a stigma, of course, everywhere. Everywhere. Of and it's for me, it's this is gonna we don't have time, I don't think, we to don't, keep going. To keep going because I I think there's a stigma from men and women to where A the man makes more money. He obviously makes the rules. So you have women that are saying, oh, I'll play the position of you making all the rules, but you definitely have to make more money than me. And I, I can't work. Well, that's financial and I can't abuse. do this. Well, again, we don't, again, we don't have enough time. But nigga, so, it's my podcast. We got all the time. So let me back up. Just don't give me the long an answer. Go on. <laughs> you laughing. God help us. We... We see it every day where from both men and women, they put you in a box and say, if you're the breadwinner, you make the rules, you decide what to do. And there are women that are willing and able to play a position. Now, that that doesn't necessarily mean that's somebody that's good for you. Right. But that society that comes from generations of this warped, disgusting country. Again, men, women did not work. Women were the homemakers. The man went out. The only reason women were started to work was post World War II, the Depression. There were too many injured men coming home. They couldn't even make money. You had to start sending women out to work. Women started going out and making factories and clothes and all this other stuff. Women didn't have a choice. You have men who come home with no legs. How is he working? How am I supposed to feel, which is the question that you're probably asking, uh, Coach, is how do I feel if you're on the yacht and I'm coming on the yacht and they're like, oh, you're so-and-so. And that goes even back to ego, pride, mm-hmm. et cetera. Mm-hmm. Of, what, how men of, are told to define themselves of, with uh, their uh, wallet. There you go. And, and A even, man is nothing if he's not to provide. A man is to provide. Yeah, man is to provide. A man is but to, provide what is the question? Why does it have to be money? A man is supposed to be around... If you're around, mm-hmm. man is supposed to be around. You're married, so that means you can't go to no place by yourself. You can't... Stick on the money, though. You can't network. But that's it all comes around to pride and ego for a man, supposed being yes, somebody... Yes, but money is the most. Like, you can okay. let your chick go somewhere, but if your chick pays for you, if she's paying the rent, if yeah. she's successful, if you're married to Halle Berry... It's a double standard. It's a double standard, but we have to acknowledge that men were raised... 
in this country, in this world, that their worth is associated to their wallet. Now you add on the credit score. Now you add on your your value, fellas. Your value is more than your wallet. Now don't get me wrong. My pussy does get dry when my wallet is opened a lot if a man is around all the time. Meaning I can't be with no fuck boy because pimp culture is real, which we going to go there. If we haven't already gone there, right? There are some people, some men, some women just getting with you because of what you have. They want to use your credit. They want to suck up your account. They want to constantly withdraw. But when all of that is gone, when all of that is gone, Mm -hmm. when you've hit rock bottom, Mm -hmm. do you honestly think those same people are going to Well, of course not. But you felt valuable for the moment. And those are unhealed wounds that you are allowing to fester with your money. Because if you only feel valuable when you have money, fellas, if you only feel valuable if you're making even just a quarter more than her, there are some relationships where it's like we're neck and neck. So if you make 100 grand, I make 100 grand. You make 50 grand, I make 50 grand. But if she get a raise for $5,000 or she get a bonus for $1,000, some men crumble. She get a gift card for $50. It's $50 more than he bought in and he feels inadequate. He can no longer perform as a man. He doesn't want to have sex with her. He doesn't want to talk to the kids. He has to go in and have a dark moment and get in the shower. He's depressed. And that's real depression. I am not making fun of it. But I ask you, you know, if there is anything tied to money for you and I've seen some things and sometimes it doesn't bother you and sometimes it does it doesn't bother you more than the average guy if it's a time where I have a big check for the month or the quarter sometimes you don't care sometimes you do but I think these things need to be acknowledged by other men like but why are we feeling this way still if we know if we gonna spend the money why are we acting like it's a problem that she makes it yeah I understand why I feel that way based on the visuals and based on how I've grown up and based on the conversations that I've had but then once I get to the understanding, the question is, but if the shoe wasn't was on the other foot, right. it would be an ex like that would be expected. Like, oh yeah, yeah, my man's making all the money and when we go to Santro Pay, yes. Spending all the money. He's spending all the money and yes, we went shopping, we bought this, we bought that. So if the shoe was on the other foot and we're supposed to be quote unquote a team. We're not all getting now, mind you. Let me go LeBron James, Michael Jordan, etc. Here we go with basketball. Just keep it simple. <laughs> okay. Everybody on that team gets a ring. Everybody get a three peat times two. Everybody say that. No matter what the tax bracket is on that team. Everybody the trainer, the Mike Michael Jordan all the way down to the trainer, to the coaches, they all get rings. Why? Because they played on the same team. So if you're telling me, well, well, D, you're supposed to be making more money, but aren't we on the same team? So we all should be getting the 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 just desserts, the 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 benefits. We all of, should be feeling valuable. There you go. It's about feeling valuable, needed, wanted, go. desired. And ladies, we have to do a better job with emasculating them if we're the breadwinners, if we're the ones who have the money coming in if we're the ones who have the notoriety coming in we cannot throw in their face what they're not getting instead we need to applaud their role on the team and I know many of us would like to think that that's what we're doing but sit down and ask your man I dare you sit down and ask him or your woman if you're in a same-sex relationship are you celebrating their wins their two points that won the game are you celebrating the fact that because they were on defense you were able to be Jordan are you telling them that their tambourine and their drum playing makes this beat band go hand do you do that ask them i dare you it's a tough question that i asked denicio uh every anniversary we sit down and ask each other do we still want to be here and what can we do better and sometimes the answers are great and sometimes they hurt 
but the questions have to be asked. Would you agree? Yes, clarity. Thank you for coming on. I said no. Did you enjoy your stay? Yeah, I enjoyed my stay until I was getting corrected on my breathing and, and how long I paused and all that. But I, I love you. I need you. I got to have you. And uh, everybody, if y'all want to holler at the kid, Denicio, D-E-N-I-C-I-O at uh, Denicio Shoots. Wait, say what? D-E-N-I-C-I-O Shoots. Uh-huh. Spell Shoots. S-H-O-O-T-S. You'd be surprised. A lot of people don't know. Denicio Shoots. Uh-huh. It's Twitter and Instagram. Holler at your kid. For what? Uh, you can holler at me if you need a photo shoot done. You need uh, me to come to an event party, shoot some photos for your birthday. You need a need some headshots. Uh, you, you hit me up, DM me. What we, if they need podcast talk. equipment? They want to do a podcast, but they don't have equipment. Don't they? Can't they pay you to bring your equipment and you record it and send it to them on an MP3? Look at you, business as usual. Yes, well, that's one hundred and thirty percent. If you want to start a podcast, we can talk business as well. I do have equipment that, and you know, editing skills that could help you uh, be the best that you you can be. I just want to be everybody's John Paxson, baby. Can we go with Scotty Pippen, like at all? Because <laughs> I mean, can we go with Pippen at all? Can we even do Dennis Rodman when he was in his prime? No, no, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be Kyrie Irving to LeBron. Okay, that's that's current talk. Okay, fine. <laughs> you don't no get, problem. You don't know no, that. I know who they are. I'm just saying that's for the current kids. I get it. I get it. I thank you for being on here, babe. Just know that I love you. I love your tambourine playing. I do. I appreciate it so much. I love that you let me correct you and cut you off. And I love that you check me, whether people know it or not. I love that you put me in my place. You tell me when you think I'm wrong. And most importantly, you tell me and nurture me when you think I'm right. I love you. Thank you for being here. Yeah. Hey, intelligent being, thank you so much for listening to another episode of I Said No, the podcast. Mm-hmm. Hashtag ISN pod. If you're interested in booking me as your keynote speaker, panel participant, life coach, or party with a purpose host, feel free to email me anytime at coachstephanie at blcny.org. That's C-O-A-C-H-S-T-E-F-A-N-I-E at blcny.org.